0: What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show. I'm Dan Wendell, your host, and I'm from Dolphin Financial Group. Today, we're going to be talking about... High deductible health plans. Yes, health insurance. Ugh, no. Every year people have open enrollment and this is the time of year. As soon as the summer ends, people start thinking about their group health insurance, what they have to enroll in for next year. Come November, people are going to be open enrollment for the Affordable Care Act plans. You also have Medicare, but this is not for Medicare. So this is for people that are not on Medicare. But if you are on Medicare and you're watching this, You might learn something that you could share with someone else. That's the goal in life, isn't it? To improve other people. So today we're going to be talking about why you should consider a high deductible health plan for 2023. What am I talking about? You know, who knows what I'm talking about? Tony Shore, There he is. Tony knows because I believe Tony has a high deductible health plan. Oh, yes. Work. Yes. And so, yeah. How
1: you doing, Tony? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, Dan. And uh, you know, healthcare. I've I've been hearing that open enrollment is here for Medicare. Basically, this is the time of year for open enrollment. But you said we're not talking about that. We're talking about our high deductible healthcare plans.
0: Yeah, H-D-H-P. we're talking about right, right. So employer group coverage health yep. plans. Um, and you know, a lot of people usually around. September October they have to make a decision in there from their employer hey sh- which plan should I pick and a lot of times the company says here's your menu you know pick what which one you want here are the three choices um, some people have to choose should I go on my spouse's plan or should my spouse go on mine um, you know factoring the family which level of deductible do we need so I'm hoping now not every plan offers this. They're they're offered through the Affordable Care Act. So if you're on the marketplace, you have an option for a high deductible health plan. Why would you take it? That's what we're going to talk about today. But mm-hmm. a lot of employers offer a high deductible health plan. Not as many as I like. There's a reason why I, I would want more to offer it. In fact, I think every health plan, every person should have an option to get a high deductible health plan. But um, I think the stats are less than 25% of employers offer and uh, something that co- goes with the high deductible health plan. Um, let me let me what are we talking about here first? let's take a moment to what is a high deductible health plan. All it means is that the deductible or what you pay before the insurance kicks in is high. Well, what is what is the what does that mean? So I put on here the 2023 minimum deductible. To be in a considered a high deductible health plan, your individual deductible has to be fifteen hundred dollars or more. And the family deductible has to be three thousand or more.
1: Now. And nowadays Tony, that's not even the highest of deductible
0: insurances. No, definitely not. You have right. three children. Your oldest child is still under 26. Is he still on your medical? Yes. Okay, yes. so your family deductible is the the minimum it could be for the family is three thousand, fifteen hundred per person, three thousand for the family. Yep. um, that's the minimum. Now, yeah, if I your think son, ours is
1: like two thousand per person and five thousand, uh, ours is five thousand for the family. I think.
0: Yeah, so that would qualify for the deductible amounts. To be an HDHB plan. Now, what what does that mean? Now, if your oldest son gets a a job that covers him and he comes off of your plan, you still have the same family deductible. If all three of your children go and get their own plans, you still have the family deductible. I know. So the family is two or more. It's not like you get an additional, right? For every kid that you have on the plan or every family member. Okay. So that's people get that. But right away, people are like well, fifteen hundred deductible. That means I have to pay the first fifteen hundred dollars out of pocket before the insurance even starts kicking in. Yes, yes. Uh, people like zero deductible plans because the insurance kicks in right away. But what do we know about zero deductible plans versus a fifteen hundred dollar deductible plan?
1: Usually, they cost more.
0: They cost more right. per month. Yes. So when you when you looking at these, you can't get an
1: HSA. Oh Tony, jumping ahead. Jumping ahead.
0: You <laughs> steal my thunder.
1: <laughs> That's the purpose of the high deductible. That's the only reason. Well, it's one of well, a couple of reasons, right? Let's let's look at the
0: hundred. let's I'll take a broader picture for a moment before we get into the HSA. You know, if you if you get a high deductible plan and and now your deductible's two thousand a person versus zero, you're saying to yourself, well. I have to chip in the first 2,000 bucks of health insurance. So if I go to see the the specialist, I have to pay the full price and he charges me $175. I, you know, I got to pay that. I'd rather pay a $20, to, you know, copay or something like that. The problem is when you get a plan with a zero deductible, the cost per month is extremely high comparatively, usually to the high deductible plan because the insurance company is going to charge you more upfront for that because they have to put in money right away. So it's a balance and it's a, it's a, in the end, it's who's taking on more insurance. And then if you're giving the, the cost or the burden of the insurance on the insurance company earlier, then they're going to charge you earlier, right? They're going to charge you more for each month. So it's a game. It's a balance. It's not like you're, there's one right answer so right. but here's the other part of this so your deductible is has got to be higher but so there's a limit on the upside out of pocket in order to be a qualified high deductible health care plan which is counterintuitive there's an out-of-pocket maximum on health insurance a lot of people have out-of-pocket maximums um you can have a a $5,000 out-of-pocket maximum. You can have an $8,000 out-of-pocket maximum. You could buy health insurance, excuse me, that has got a $25,000 out-of-pocket maximum. You could do that. Now, it's not going to be on the health uh, ACA plan because there's limits, but Mm -hmm. there are private health insurance companies that will give you a a plan, and it's a lot cheaper, but your maximum out-of-pocket's $20,000. That's, you know, that's a lot. Yeah. But the monthly cost is so low. So if you're super healthy, you're like, yeah, that's, you know, that's kind of a catastrophic plan they're known as. So, mm-hmm. so, but looking at the requirements that I'm interested in to be considered a high deductible health plan, that's HSA compatible, the maximum out of pocket limit, not the premiums, the, 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 what, what you put in for services, including co-pays and deductibles, All throughout the year, the maximum you can put out is $7,500 as an individual, $15,000 for a family. Hmm. So if you have a high deductible health plan with a $20,000 max out of pocket for the family, it doesn't qualify for the main reason to get a high deductible health plan, which you've already alluded to, which is the HSA. By the way, Tony, I'm just going to put up the link to these numbers, where they're coming from. These are 2023 numbers the uh, IRS you got to shudder whenever you say it it's like uh, <laughs> Young Frankenstein the movie every time yeah. she says every time a was said the, the horse would neigh. we should have uh-huh. a, a noise every time I say the word IRS we should have a a, you know, <laughs> you know, a, a death gong um, so yes. anyway the IRS puts out a what they call revenue procedures <laughs> it's just a document and I put the link here so this shows you what the costs are. So those numbers are from the IRS that I just went through and it was just an inflation and inflation adjustment announcement, basically. So they set these limits and then they increase it. And it was a fairly decent increase. I think it was over 5%. Probably should have been more for 2023 (laughs) considering what inflation is. But anyway, if you're interested in reading this, you can go there. So, so why would you, Increase the potential out of pocket. Why would you go and say, I want the health plan that's going to raise the amount that I could potentially pay out? Why would I ever consider doing something like this? Um, and the number one reason for, for, my, for, this per, for my purposes would be that you qualify for a health savings account. Because if you buy a low deductible plan, a zero deductible plan, you can't get an HSA. You can't contribute to an HSA that year.
1: Right. And we know if our listeners have heard your past shows, you are a big proponent of HSAs and utilizing them.
0: It's I think the number one tool, financial tool available to people in this country. Number one, more better than a Roth IRA. Wow. Right. Um, So, but a lot of people also will say, well, I don't mind contributing and paying for a high deductible health plan because I'm healthy. I never use it. I don't go to the doctor if I, unless I really have to. The only time I'm going to use my plan is if I'm in an emergency, if I get you know in an accident or I develop some debilitating disease, right? So that's why I maintain health insurance, but I really don't use it otherwise. A high deductible health plan might be good for them because the costs are going to be lower than all the other options. But couple it with an HSA, boom, you got yourself. Quite the deal. Now, what is an HSA? A health savings account. If you haven't seen the show, we've why done are they so good? Uh, number one, financial tool. I'll put a link on the show we've done in the past on that. I'm sure I'll find one with the link up there. Um, <laughs> so before I talk about what the value is, I want to say what the maximum you can contribute, the IRS in that same document. Increase the amount you could put into an HSA per year. It's oh look at that. There's a typo on there. Um it's three thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars per person, uh, a, a maximum family total of seventy seven fifty. So seven thousand seven hundred and fifty um is the maximum you can put in for a family. Okay, what does that mean? Um, that means that you can take that much money each year. Assuming you're on an HSA, a high deductible health plan, qualified high deductible health plan that falls in those limits we just went through, you can actually take money and put it in a health savings account. Well, what's a health savings account? It's like a trust account. It's a it's a it's an account at a bank. You'd go to any bank that offers them and open up an account and put it in. A lot of times the insurance companies that you buy your health insurance through offer one and say, here, you can use this one and they open it for you. Hmm. And you could take that money and you can invest it. You can leave it in cash. You know, it's, it's an account that's separate. And the reason why it's separate is because the IRS looks at it differently than your other accounts. But this is what you could put into it. There's also a thousand dollar catch up limit if you're over 50. So you can add an extra thousand if you're 60 years old or, you know, um, you get extra thousand for the family if you're over 50. Mm -hmm. So it's not a, it's not a bad chunk. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, for, you know, it's not as much as a IRA. And and what are
1: the advantages? Because it's tax for, you don't have to pay taxes on that money and you can use that to pay off health related items like prescriptions and doctor visits and,
0: anything There's, medical related. Right. What are the advantages? So so why would you do an HSA
1: Even sunscreen. I heard sunscreen is HSA
0: eligible. You know, I was thinking about that the other day. I just watched <laughs> Jaws with my kids. Oh yeah. The original. The original yeah. Jaws. Yeah. Um We're going to need a bigger boat. Oh, the, people were clapping, I'm, including me. I kind of, you know, it was my mom's favorite movie. So she always used to, you know, it was her favorite movie. Oh yeah. Movie. And, it's a classic. Um and they they were talking about I think they said Oh, I'm just putting on suntan lotion. I used to call it suntan lotion, not sunscreen. Uh-huh. <laughs> so <laughs> it's funny that the, you said that that's a medical thing because it is, right? That's the whole point. But I remember putting it right. like to make myself brown. So, um, <laughs> okay, there's three reasons why an HSA. Why you'd get a high deductible health plan is so you can get an HSA. Why do you get an HSA? There's three reasons. Number one is taxes. Number two is taxes. Number three is Taxes, taxes. Right? but but more specifically reason one contributions to your HSA are tax deductible above the line. What do I mean by that? So if you put in thirty eight hundred dollars into an HSA account because you have a high deductible plan that qualifies, mm-hmm. you would basically take that off the top of your income when you file taxes. It comes. It doesn't matter how much you make. There's no limit to your income. Thirty um, eight hundred
1: would come right off the top
0: and so you don't you, have to you, itemize. It's just whew, right off the top, just like an IRA contribution. But an IA, IRA contribution, you can't deduct it if you make above a certain amount, right? Or if you have a 401k ah. or something like that. But an HSA, it doesn't matter what your income is. You put in 3850 into an HSA, boom, that comes right off your income. So if you make $50,000 and um, you know you you take your standard deduction of 12000 whatever that is, you could take another 3800 right off the top of that and you don't pay tax on it. Right, which is great, but it's great, great. And with an IRA, you don't pay tax on it now, but then when you take it out later, you pay tax. Here, you don't pay tax on it; you get to write it off. Right, so that's number one. It's a huge write-off that's available to everybody. But
1: my argument to that is great. You you don't have to pay taxes on that thirty eight hundred. It comes off, but you are the exchange in return for that. You're committing that thirty eight hundred you have to spend it on healthcare needs.
0: You don't have to spend it on healthcare needs, but if you don't spend it on health care, you do get a penalty. Right. Right? You don't you you have to pay taxes on it. But if you yeah. don't if you don't spend it on healthcare needs and you just let it ride and it doesn't go away. You can let this roll every year. You don't spend it. Eventually you'll right. get to be 65. And I mentioned this isn't for people 65 because you cannot contribute to an, an HSA if you're on Medicare. Even if you're on only Part A and you're still working yeah. I'm on Part A, you can't put into an HSA. Not allowed. You can pull out, though. You can you can have money right. in
1: an HSA still.
0: Exactly. So you could be in your 80s, have an HSA, and use it. But I'll get to the, the big tip at the end. So going in, no taxes. It's an actual tax write-off. 100% above the line write-off. That's mm-hmm. huge. There aren't many of those. Number two, withdrawals are tax-free if they're for medical expenses, like you said. So yeah, you're committing to using this for medical expenses. But I'll tell you what, Tony, everyone's got medical expenses. You just mentioned sunscreen, yes. uh, toothpaste, or or um, you know dent- dentistry, right? Or yep. um, just going to to see a doctor and and you could and get use it, it for I think
1: eyeglasses
0: you can use right for. like vision they, oh, it's, dental and it's hearing broader you don't have to go to the hospital and see a surgeon to use this you can yeah. use it for personal health care products and yes. you know it's got to be but you just keep receipts you just keep track of this and um a lot of times you they'll give you a card like a debit card associated with this account so you swipe that boom it's there right yeah so they have to be qualified medical expenses. you're right there is a catch but everyone's got qualified qualified medical expenses. True. Especially it, as we get older. Right. So if 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 I could open one up as a 20-year-old in my first job and put money in there and not touch it, because I don't have medical expenses. And if I do, I use cash and I forget about this and I let it grow and I invest it in the market and it compounds. When I go to take it out later when I might need it, a big health scare or something, I could take it out tax-free. It doesn't count as income. And, you know, it could be used to, to any medical expense in the future. Um, and in the past, which I'll get to in a moment, A third major tax issue with this is the growth is tax-free. So I said, it's in a separate account. You can actually invest the money. And if you turn that 5,000 that you put into it into 10,000, because the market does well, Over the course of time, all the gains you don't pay tax on either. So it's like a Roth IRA, except it's better than a Roth IRA because when you, in order, when you put money in a Roth IRA, you have to pay taxes and then put the money in here. You put the money in and you write that off. So it's better than a Roth. It's the best financial instrument if it's available to you, which is why you want to consider a high deductible health plan especially if you can hold on to it for the long term and you can actually gain growth in it. Right. And to
1: me, the high deductible uh, health plans always seemed not good. Right. It's like that's too high a deductible for our family. We've got a lot of, you know, the kids are going in. Sarah and I are going in. I want everything covered, but uh, I don't want to pay out of pocket that much. Uh, But the adding the HSA, it really does make it worth it. And, you know, you find ways to make it
0: work. Well, let's think about it in your case, right? So say you put in seven grand and, you know, you're at the 20 percent tax, bracket, 22 percent tax bracket. Right. So you're getting 22 percent. What is that? That's fifteen hundred dollars, say, of tax benefit. Yep. That you're not paying taxes on, so that goes in there. Now, w- are you exposing yourself to more than $1,500 of potential insurance out of pocket? Maybe. So it's a bit of a gamble whether or not you're going to use yeah. the high deductible. If you're going to meet the deductible or not. But yeah, but that's going to be, no matter what plan you take, when you're looking at the different deductibles right. and the coverage limits and the max out of pocket, you know, I think if you're not very healthy and you're constantly using it, maybe it doesn't make sense compared to another plan. But if you're an average person or relatively healthy, an HSA may be a powerful plan. And here's yes. a, here's here's another little tip, secret usage of an HSA that might push you over the edge, Tony. And I don't know if you've ever, if you knew this, you want to save the medical receipts. And there's a reason for that. You can, pull money from an HSA today for medical services that you had years ago. Mm. So now the key is your HSA had to be open prior to those medical expenses occurring. But here's, here's an example. All right, Tony. Um, Hey, I'm 40 years old. I don't need an HSA, (laughs) you know? Right. I'm like, you'll thank yourself in the future. You put, you open an HSA, you don't even fund it. Let's say you put a hundred bucks in and then five years down the road, you're 45 and you're like, you know what? Maybe this guy knew what he was talking about. Now I put in five grand and then you forget about it. Then 10 years down the road, another 20 years down the road, that five grand or 5,100 is now 15,000 and you're 65
1: because it can grow
0: better yet. You're 63. Right. Because
1: it can grow, right? If you, it grow, can earn. if you
0: invest it. But even if it didn't grow and, and sta- stayed at 5000 but let's say it's worth 15000 now you're 63. And you're like, okay, um, I'm retiring. I don't want to show income so I can get a high subsidy for the government. I'm going to get a health, you know, do I get a high deductible plan or until Medicare, right? But you need to pay, you need to have some income to live, but you don't want to show income for tax reasons. Whatever those might be, we can't, we can only guess. You could say, you know what? I had surgery when I was 50. I have the receipt. I know I'm 63. I don't have any medical expenses today, but I want that 15 grand. I want that 15 grand in my pocket. I don't want it in the HSA anymore. I have, I want to keep my income low, but I need money to live. You could take the 15 grand out at age 63 to pay for the medical expense at age 50 that you still have the receipt for. I'm being dramatic with the timeline to show it, make the point right. because you open the account when you were 40 or any time prior to having the medical surgery at 50. So now you've got this tax free gains and, and principle that you put in there. You use it for a previous medical expense that you haven't seen in years. Totally legit. You have the receipt. Say I'm taking it out for that. Boom. There you go. You're able to keep your income low all because you opened an uh, HSA years ago. Wow. That's huge. It is. Yeah. Obviously. So the question, ultimately, though, HSA is really powerful. Not everyone can has access to it. So it's only for right. the few that do. Is the extra insurance that you're going to have to take on worth the HSA? You know, won't my expenses, medical expenses today wash out the value of the HSA? No one knows. You just don't know. So I would err on the side of open it up. Fund what you can. Worst case scenario, you hit your max out of pocket and you need the money now. You take it out. You got a tax break on what you put aside for it. And you're like, well, I wish my deductible was lower. Well, who knows? Right. It's, but it's a conversation you can have every year. Yeah. Open it. And if you have the option, really strongly consider it. Yeah. So the conclusion conclusion you know, I love HSAs. I, I can't get enough of them. Mm-hmm. You know, if if HSAs were a person, my wife would be jealous, right? Because I, <laughs> I, I totally...
1: I get a little jealous as right? the co-host. I, I admire. I?
0: I'm thinking, I'm talking to you right now, but I'm thinking about HSAs. <laughs> 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 that goes for you, listeners. I love you all. My clients, I love oh. you, but HSAs, I fell in love with first. No, and, you know, um, it's, it's only available if you have a high-deductible health plan, right? So that's the catch. I wish... And I hope that the government will open this up to everybody. Wouldn't yeah. it be great? Because people yeah. can put them, it doesn't matter what kind of health plan they have. They could put money aside for health insurance expenses or health care expenses and not have to pay the government taxes on that because everyone's, everyone benefits from it. So I think everyone sure. should have an HSA, but yeah. until that happens, you really got to consider a high deductible health plan for those benefits. So consider it for 2023. And if you don't know, if you don't know if it's even available, open, open up the booklet or raise your hand at the benefits meeting that you all dread and say, do we have a HSA compatible plan? If you're going on the health exchanges in November and you're getting your health insurance through the exchanges, the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, whatever you want to call it, there's a little button you could say, check, show me HSA compatible plans. There's going to be something there for you. Mm -hmm. just consider it that's the message today yep and
1: you're really saving and investing in your future by doing an hsa
0: right and like i said it's the number one tool i can't speak highly of it more than i did than i have so and and so if you're listening you're older you're a medicare ready and you're like you've gotten this far tell somebody about it tell your grandkids or your children you know your adult children and say hey you should consider an hsa you really should because eventually they're going to need health cut expenses. Eventually, you know, everyone, right. no one, you know, no one's perfect. Well, sorry, Tony, but most people aren't perfect, but you know, I, the shout out to your grandfather. He recently passed away hundred one yeah. years old. And yeah, we've God talked about him now.
1: on the show before. Yeah, I've right. used him as an example because he lived happily and uh, he was mentally sharp right up until the end. He died this past Monday. And on the Saturday, two days before, I got to spend an hour with him talking. He squeezed my hand. He, uh, you know, he was harder to hear and understand because he mumbled a little bit. But he, uh, he, he was telling stories, uh, specific dates, times, people. Uh, and he remembered what, you know, happened yesterday and he remembered what happened 50 years ago and a hundred years ago. So, uh, well, not quite a hundred, but you know, a long time. And so his memory was good and the doctor said his body just gave up, but yeah, I mean, uh, he lived a long, happy life. He, he beat, uh, social security, wasn't happy with him. I'll tell you that. <laughs> right.
0: right. <laughs> and, and, you know, he died of old age. He didn't have a medical condition but he nope. had medical expenses, right? He, everyone's got, them. yes. You know, he, yes. he went through a really long life, really healthy life and probably yep. avoided the doctors, but um, he did, you know, For everyone runs part. into stuff, right? Everyone. Yeah. The
1: last two years, the last two years, he's had a, a lot more doctor's appointments, you know, as right. as his body started to give out a bit, you know?
0: So you'll have, you know, and maybe we'll do another show on what happens to your HSA if you pass away with one. You know, because that's That's not something that your kids necessarily want But your spouse <laughs> oh. will But that's for another show So anyway, sure. instead of the high deductible plan You know, cheers to Grandpa 101 yeah. Tony yep. Shores Grandpa, what was his first name again? Bob, Bob. Right? Grandpa, Grandpa Bob. Bob Cheers to Grandpa Bob everyone And if you're thinking about it in HSA And you like it, you inquire Number one step got to get the high deductible health plan first. Thanks for a good show, Tony. We'll catch you next week. The topics on this show are wide ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like me. If there is a
1: topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and
0: contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion.
1: The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Delphine Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.